The Browns finally get to return home after a despicable road trip. Fantasy football playoffs, waiver wires, lots to sink our teeth into as the holidays are right around the corner on the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. Up your volume. Because you're about to listen to the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. The sickest Cleveland Browns podcast. Chubb runs. He's to the 10, 15. He's to the 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. There goes Chubb. He's to the 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. Chubb a love hub. It's going to be sick. Hey, everybody. Yes, Browns 0 for 2 on that road trip. Let that one in Los Angeles slip. Poof. Gone. Now we're in real trouble, seven and five. We're going to get into that. We're going to shake it off again and hope that a return home gets the defense back on track. A banged up Jacksonville team, Trevor Lawrence, went down on Monday Night Football. We'll get to that in a moment. Make sure you are following us on Twitter, on X, at AndyMC81, at SickPodBrowns, Instagram, and on a TikTok, at AndyMC Sports. Click the notification bell. Click subscribe. Share the show. And let us know, of course, when you have any fantasy football Browns betting questions using hashtag ask Andy. You can jump into the comments. Always try to reply on time. In a few minutes, you get into a new guest to the show, recommended by friend of show, Grant Gillen from IDP Guys, Steve Thomason with one of the best Twitter handles I know, at Dynasty Santa. We'll see if he gives any fantasy football presence in a few minutes. But we got to dive into this, this Brown situation here, okay? I got a lot of guys to go in the doghouse again. Dog bones and doghouse. And it's going to be something where we look at it and we say, okay, what went wrong? Uh, And what can we take away from that Browns loss in L.A.? The good outside of those last couple minutes, that last drive where Flacco admitted, Joe Flacco, 38-year-old off the couch, Joe Flacco admitted, hey, man, I probably should have run, thrown it away. Outside of that, like who else was thinking like, is this the best quarterback play we've seen all year? Like, yeah, it was. Like, Joe Flacco looked the best for the longest period of time of any game this season at quarterback. I'm trying to think, even the Deshaun Watson, the last game, like maybe maybe the last game when he got hurt, uh, after he got hurt, he looked real good. But the Tennessee game that I was at week three, like, he wasn't very strong at all the first quarter and a half, and then he turned it around. But Flacco... He would just effortlessly looked great. You can't go back to DTR right now. Barring injury or a, a collapse, and we see more bad decisions like we saw in that last run by Flacco. You can't go back to DTR now, who's still in concussion protocol. Stefanski not wanting to name a starter so far. Okay, that's for whatever reason, that's fine. I don't know if you think you're going to trick Doug Peterson of the Jags. You're going you're to fool him? He's going to be like, oh, man. I got pr-. Okay, fine. Needs to be Joe Flacco. Now, Amari Cooper, concussion. Probably not going to play. Who else wants to see Austin Watkins from the practice squad? If Cooper can't go, bring up this Watkins guy. Why not? Why the hell not? The guy was popping in preseason. You got him on the practice squad. I like how Flacco was distributing the ball to Elijah Moore. Best game as a Brown. Cedric Tillman was getting touches. So, Dogbone goes to Joe Flacco. Doghouse. Goes to the defense, and I don't want to – Jim Schwartz, believe me, brother, I don't want to put you in the doghouse, but you're in there. Two row games, two stinkers from that D. Now, Miles Garrett 
left said his you know his shoulder didn't wasn't bugging him whatever well you weren't 100 percent. but the whole point of this defense is jim schwartz defense the idea was for it to be so you didn't have to fully rely on miles garrett right you didn't have to fully rely it wasn't all on miles let's keep him fresh well it wasn't fresh i, I gotta say to doghouse darius smith where the hell are you two i'm looking right now two and a half sacks this year okay we've been patient we're going into week 14. two and a half sacks we were talking about 10 to 12 for this guy double digit who's gonna get more him or miles two and a half where was Dalvin Tomlinson? Where's that internal pressure? I know Stafford gets rid of the ball quick, but come on. Nothing there. And the missing of Denzel Ward, wow. What an exclamation point. That secondary doghouse. Get comfy. They got blown up. Could someone tell me why Puka Nakua wasn't getting covered? 17? The guy who was running all over the place? McVay wasn't doing anything fancy. He just got the ball in his hands and he outran everybody. All the time. That defense, that secondary. And also, if the defense collapses without Denzel Ward, without one cornerback, and he's great, don't get me wrong, Pro Bowl year, but he's fragile. He misses games every year. He's always banged up, it seems. Okay? If the defense collapses from one cornerback, then you got to reassess things big time. And you got to get, you got to load up on more corners. Because Greg Newsom's not cutting it. MJ Emerson even got burned. The, the, the safeties. You got the Halasi kid, who I liked in college coming out. Your boy, back to the practice squad, bro. You, you're not ready. Doghouse. Dog. Dustin Hopkins missed the extra point. Doghouse. That was right there for you. Right there. And it slipped away. So now you're 7-5, and five and it is a log jam. Now you welcome in the fair weather, warm weathered Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, Monday Night Football. The bank, Look, the Bengals. If Jake Browning keeps playing like that, you're in trouble. They're six and six. Bengals without Trevor Lawrence for now. Ankle sprain. We'll see how the week progresses, how that goes. If he's not, there's CJ Beathard. And you might laugh. Oh, CJ Beathard. Who the hell is that? I like CJ Beathard coming out as a developmental backup prospect in 2020 when the Niners drafted him. Uh, played in, I think it's 30 games. Has never let a fourth quarter come back. He's not great, but he's mobile. He's quick. He can run. He can move the chains. That sounds like quarterbacks that have burned the Browns defense this year, right? And the guy has some experience. He's not the worst. Not the worst backup QB you could have. So you, you got to get ready, Trevor Lawrence or not. You're at home, Browns. This has to be the restatement game, okay? Don't put it all on Flacco. This defense, it is, it is suffering. It is twitching. You need Ward back. Miles hopefully is a bit healthier, and they just get amped. Because, boy, man. You don't want to put too much on Flacco. You got to keep, I feel like we say running the ball all the time. Is it going to happen? Is it going to be running the ball? Stefanski, is he? Like he never, never run. It's never enough. Should be more. That Jacksonville team, you can beat them. Come on. You can beat the Jags, especially without Trevor Lawrence, but you got to want it. If you lose this game, look, Pittsburgh lost uh, Kenny Pickett. I think they're actually probably better off with Mitchell Trubisky and from an athleticism and playmaking standpoint. Guys won some games. This is a slog, man. So we better be ready. Also, hey, look at that shirt I'm wearing. Professional fantasy football player. You can get that in the show team shop, the sick podcast with Andy McNamara team shop. Link in the description here of the show on the YouTube page. Click subscribe. Also, 
has a fantasy football champion shirt, all Cleveland Browns gear as well. So check that out. A lot of fun there. So Browns on to Jacksonville, back home, back to the one o'clock. I hate waiting around for these games. You wait all day and you get crap like that. Those stinkers there. But this defense, guys, let me know what you think of the defense. Are you How concerned are you in this Browns defense? Leave a message in the comment section here. Twitter, AndyMC81, at SickPodBrowns. Let me know. I'm getting concerned. I'm not, I feel pretty good about Flacco, though, which is strange to say. Okay. Got that out of the way. On to Jacksonville. Coming in. It's supposed to be wet and rainy. Hopefully, I'm, I think the worse weather, the better for the Browns. Right? Get them out of their comfort zone. We'll see. More on Sunday show, 10 a.m. Eastern, live. But now, hey, fantasy football. The playoffs are coming. Week 14, waiver wires. More injuries. Derrick Henry down. Is he going to play concussion? I don't know. But we got some gifts for you. And a man who lives the gimmick from IDP guys at Dynasty Santa on Twitter. Steve Thomason joins me now. Steve, how are you, buddy? What is going on? I'm doing very well, man. Uh, happy to be here. Appreciate the invite. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks for coming on and our buddy Grant Gillen uh, hooking us up. Yeah. Great yeah. Job, IDP guys. I love what you guys do. Um, nice. We need in the fantasy world, we need some presence. We need some some yeah. magic here because uh, Ramondre Stevenson for the Patriots, despite how wretched that offense is, guy can ball. He's out. Maybe Derrick Henry. Like, What's the most concern going into this week? Is it running back? I mean, at this point, if you're, you know, headed towards the playoffs, I'm not sure that you were counting on either Ramondre Stevenson or uh, Derrick Henry outside the past couple of games, maybe. So um, hopefully you're not reliant on those guys. But um, yeah, it's always running back, right? Honestly, quarterback at this point, they're dropping like flies. They have been all season. So yeah, quarterback and running back to me are are probably the biggest uh, scare points here uh, in a pivotal, pivotal week. Well, you know what? Let's look at some of the quarterback options. And look, I picked up, he's gone now likely, but about three weeks ago, I picked up Jordan Love. He was owning like 45%. The guy's balling now. Yeah, yeah. Is there, I'm looking here, we got, there's Baker, you know, congrats to Baker, by the way, him and Emily Mayfield, going to welcome in a baby Baker. Congrats. There's Baker, (laughs) there's Gino, there's Matt Stafford, there's, there's Gardner Minshew. (laughs) <laughs> so we- i'm like i was looking at the matchups i probably i might have gone a little deeper here but um okay. so starting from like i i really love to use like points given up to the position um especially if you're in this spot where you either need to stream or are desperate to pick someone off waivers and i actually tagged uh well flacco hopefully uh is gonna remain i, I heard heard you talking about him and yeah. how he's been giving you guys the best play all year which is probably quite accurate yeah sad <laughs> so, but true yeah <laughs> so i mean we saw just jake browning tear up uh jacksonville last night right so yeah. um yeah. whoever's starting for you guys on on sunday uh could be a nice little deep hail mary option uh you got russell wilson uh heading against the the chargers um they are giving up uh, in the scoring that I look at the six most points uh, to quarterback. So he might be an option uh, for us this week. Um, 
and then Aiden O'Connell for the for the Raiders uh, going against Minnesota, giving up the ninth of most uh, fantasy points to quarterback. So those are some deep options. You you nailed some of the guys that are kind of in those middle tiers. See, I'm I'm in some of these deep like dynasty leagues and things <laughs> like that. My brain just goes to like who are like the deep deep guys. The deep. I yeah, um, I would prefer. You mentioned Gino. You know, I haven't been the biggest Gino guy. It was nice to see him kind of yeah you know, resurge last year, but. I, you know, last week was probably the best game we're going to see out of him. I think he comes back down to normal Geno status. So I would definitely prefer like Stafford. You mentioned over against him. San Francisco uh, too, Steve. Like, yeah. You know, like yeah, I, I don't want much of that. No thanks. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, those those are awesome good options there. <laughs> and, and Stafford's always tricky because you know if you're going to stream and you're going to go a bit deeper, it's always better if possible to get someone who can use their like we know for Stafford if he's not giving you. Um, 250 to 300 yards, no interceptions, three touchdowns. He's not giving you anything with his legs. And to his right. credit, last two weeks against the Browns and Arizona has looked good. But now you're facing the Ravens in Baltimore. Yeah, that's a that's, fade. That's a fade to me. That's why I have like some of these deep guys, although they're kind of gross names, <laughs> but playing the matchups, I yeah. might prefer some of the, the deeper guys this week um, um, to some of the bigger names with worse matchups. So right, and maybe Minshew. Like Cincinnati's defense yeah. was pretty ordinary. Minshew would be totally fine. Yeah, and he he just had a really nice week. So yeah, absolutely Minshew for sure. Minshew's just a wild man, right? He doesn't yeah. care. I love yeah. it. He doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With Indy, it's so frustrating because it's either Minshew goes for like two touchdowns and might run one in himself, yeah, or yeah. it's all on the ground and he gives you like nothing through nothing. The no, he's an ultimate like boo bus guy. <laughs> yeah, and he's uh, he's he's a wild man. Now, what about in Pittsburgh? I mentioned Kenny Pickett out with uh, uh, ankle surgery. Now, I personally think this is an upgrade for Pittsburgh, and certainly I believe an upgrade in the fantasy world. Not that I'm eager to play Mitch Trubisky, yeah. but look, Steve, like we've seen Trubisky in the past put up some decent fantasy numbers, <laughs> like like time to time. I mean, maybe with the the, the new Matt Canada less offense, um, Trubisky's got a shot. But man, we just saw New England shut down oh. Justin Herbert. So I am not. I mean, Trubisky would be at the very bottom of my rankings this week, despite the opportunity. Um, I am not excited at all because that New England no. defense is awesome, d despite their record and and the offense being putrid. I mean, what they've given up like ten points or less in however many past games. Yeah. Like, and against an offense like the Chargers, now they are on the road, so that might help a little bit. But I'm not super excited about Trubisky. I'm definitely what you said. I agree with. He is a major upgrade. I am the the one of the biggest anti Pickett guys out there. Oh, me um, too. so yeah. So I think he's definitely an upgrade over Pickett for sure. But I mean, in terms of fantasy like rankings and things like that, he's still going to be towards the very bottom. No, for me. no. Yeah, and they're like, look how good the I'm like the offense did nothing, and you got like a the yeah. the 400 yards was nothing to do with your garbage baby hand quarterback. <laughs> yeah, exactly, that'd be crazy. Okay, so you know what you mentioned the the uh, New England the the New England yeah. defense. So for DST team wise, is there yeah. any um specific IDP guys that we're we're looking at for for New England? Is there anybody that you sort of uh, and look like anything else this time of year? If you're really good, you're gone already. Right, but like. Anybody who, if, if people are uh, playing IDP or mixing around or fiddling around a little bit that they like? So what's tough with this matchup is that with Pittsburgh's offense, they're only uh, they're only ranking 28th in the, the amount of offensive snaps. 
So this is going to be probably uh-huh. a rough matchup for New England IDPs. You're probably just going to want to stick with your your traditional like linebacker. So Jawad Bentley should be a nice uh, a nice option along with Kyle Duggar. Hopefully, just soaking up tackles that maybe are available. But my problem is, I just feel like there's not going to be a lot of ball carriers, you know, making it to to that level for the, for right. a Duggar or a Bentley to come away with tackles. So. Um, yeah, this is probably going to be a gross game altogether, but probably very similar to New England and the Chargers, oh. where not a lot of offense, not even a lot of IDP opportunity. It's going to be really random who actually gets you some points there. So uh, nobody that really uh, stands out big time for me outside of the the normal uh, New England top IDP guys outside of Bentley Duggar. You know, if you if you play in corner leagues, Miles Bryant has been really good for the Patriots, but yeah, this this one's not going to be great for idp purposes (laughs) no no you know dfs new england defense is going to be expensive yeah now that's good good. you know you're going to be fine now look i like can the nfl not flex us like this might be like see it might be the worst game and like i don't even know like worse than the other worse than that Chargers game because it's prime time the over under is set at 30 and a half i think i'm smashing (laughs) the under that I think I think around so, twenty. That is so good. That's got to be the lowest under of the of the season. I, I would imagine. Like I heard, it was <laughs> at least in the last decade. It's the lowest over under set. Oh, that's brutal. That yeah. Terrible? Yeah, I mean, we could easily have a six-three game right here. It's it's gross. Get that, you know. It's funny. Back in the day, we always used to joke like uh, Jaguars Titans would be the yeah. Thursday game. I would beg for that yes. to, to to be the Thursday game instead Please. of this. Please. Uh, Instead yeah, of this one, what a gross. gross, what a gross, <laughs> gross matchup. Yeah, that's that's just absolutely rancid. Now the <laughs> other the other side of too is a spot where um, people always look, always struggle. It's the tight end side, and especially Ooh. last week. Now in the last week of buys, uh, only two teams off this week, but last yeah. week, like myself, I had shares of T uh, uh, Hawkinson in three mm. of my four leagues. So mm. I was scrambling. I went with an Everett. Um, yeah. it, it's tricky because we know as well, like. Okay, there is such a drop off, and it gets so yeah. ugly so quick. Mm-hmm. Is like I, I look every week, Stephen. I'm just like, I feel like it's the Spider-Man meme where there's like four guys pointing. They're the same guy. There's four catches for 38 <laughs> yards, and if they don't get a touchdown, your day sucks. Yeah. Is that fair? It's, it's basically touchdown or bust for yes. everyone outside of the top maybe five guys, and that might be being generous because yeah. even even they can bust. I mean, my suggestion for tight ends for people on the waiver wire is to pull up your screen, close your eyes, kind of <laughs> – Zip your finger and just decide. Be like, all right, that's good enough because you know they, it's definitely touchdown or bust. I mean, I have a couple names that I researched again based on some of the um, you know points given up to the position, but honestly, none of them are are I'm super confident about by any means. You know, this really sucks too that um, the Cardinals are off this week with Trey McBride, you know, smashing for for most weeks uh, recently, and of course are going to be without him for some people starting their playoffs or others needing a win this week to get into their playoffs it really stinks to be without one of the top guys this week um, who who can give you good games without scoring a touchdown um so i've only got three names for tight ends uh kylan granson on the colts uh again going against cincinnati uh per my scoring they're giving up the most points to tight ends he had a real he had actually two really long catches from Minshew last week so um, he's actually my favorite tight end the problem is there in Indy they they've got a massive rotation of like sometimes three sometimes four 
a different tight ends who are out on the field, you know, getting targets sometimes. Plus so, Pittman. Yeah, yeah, right. And, like, right. Yeah. and the tight ends are very low on the yeah. uh, target totem pole, even outside of the running backs as well. So, like, it, it's it's definitely boom or bust there for Granson. Um, if Everett's healthy this week, I, they do have a good matchup against Denver, giving up the second most points to tight ends. So maybe you could roll with Everett again. Um, if it's not him, it'll be Parham, Darum Parham. Um, but, again, that's not feeling great about that. And then Kate Otten from Tampa Bay, who just gave us a zero burger, um, oh. does <laughs> – so he hurts. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, oh, wow. a, he's a very good talent. He's someone in dynasty leagues that I love mm. kind of stashing, but I don't love having to start him right now. But he does get Atlanta, who is third uh, most uh, points giving up to the tight end right now. So those are some Hail Mary guys I've got because, yeah, yeah if you don't got a stud, you, you're you in bad shape. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's really bad. Yeah, you're right. Point and click. How about this, though? If we look, we talked about making playoffs. And a guy, if you got him, and I drafted him on two of my teams. If you got him, this is somebody who is a playoff maker, Sam Laporta. Like, Steve, <laughs> look, dynasty-wise, you know, we always like the talent. It's like, okay, we'll park, get a guy, park him. We'll see you in two years. That's the that's what we're used to. Yeah. This guy, you pick him up, whether it's your redraft, dynasty, whatever, like, holy cow. Right out of the gate, he was a monster. Yeah. Um, he went through, wow. you know, like all tight ends, especially a rookie tight end. He had a couple lull uh, weeks there. Production's been a little bit lumpy mm. at times, but when he pops, man, it's it's totally worth eating those lumpy down yeah. weeks for the spike weeks like this past week that he gives you. So, um, yeah, wow. he, he he's he's you know, luckily we've got Kelsey maybe on his way out. Andrews doesn't seem to be able to stay healthy. He's no spring chicken. It's nice that we got this kind of new crop with Kincaid and Laporta coming in this year. Um, yeah. You know, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nowhere near Laporta, though. But, um, yeah, it's going to be nice for Dynasty especially. But, oh, yeah, you're firing up Laporta all season, basically, yeah. since week one. <laughs> well, it's funny because it's always – there's always those guys, like, where you drafted them, and you get that right. value, right? Like, Laporta's one of them. And Puka so Nakua good. exploded yeah. last – now, he had about, what, about a oh, month yeah. now of, of down, mm-hmm. but he really popped. I don't know if that was just the Browns' defense just being absolute garbage. <laughs> Or if that's another trend, but yeah. boy, Puka got you some early season wins at least, and probably last week. Absolutely, um, he he's someone I now I nabbed him in the draft in my in my long running home league, so I was very mm-hmm. excited about that, and uh, you know grabbed him off waivers. A week. Well, a lot of people were like uh, a little skeptical yeah. in the beginning. I was like, no, nah, I definitely liked him coming out, and um, so everywhere I could grab him after that week one where I didn't draft him, I absolutely did. Um, yeah, we hope. He could give us some, you know, more consistency like this past week. It's just so tough. Um, that offense is all over the place. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, who's scoring? Is it rushing versus a passing week? Um, the Browns, I was surprising. Dude, your guys' defense has been killing it for most of the year. And then they just kind of fall apart uh, last week there. It Man. was kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Miles' shoulder is 100%. Denzel Ward out. You know, that's, yeah, is he coming back anytime? Because they didn't place him on IR, right? No, I, I we're we're hoping this week we're probably okay. not going to hear anything until Wednesday. Yeah, as far as like practices. A but it looks like he was like kind of like it looked like he was close last week. Then he wasn't, mm-hmm. but he's got to get back in there. The problem is these cornerbacks, yeah. they're so slight, so yeah. many, right? So they you can be great, but you get banged up so much. And mm-hmm. if he's back, I if. Denzel's back and Miles didn't suffer any further injury to the shoulder. I'd be very comfortable playing the Browns defense against 
maybe C.J. Beathard or a right. near one-legged Trevor Lawrence. Right, right. Absolutely. Totally agree. Totally. <laughs> Depending on that. Now, uh, for the Browns-Jags game on the fantasy side, the yeah. uh, Christian Kirk season yeah. has been extremely surprising. And he was one of those guys. If you know how sometimes you have your drafts and just by whatever, the same guy falls to you. And you're like, yeah. all right, I guess I'm I, I have Christian Kirk on three teams. I didn't mean <laughs> nice. to. I'm like, yeah. all right. And it's because I thought for sure, I'm like, okay, Calvin Ridley, yeah. this guy's going to be pot, but he's been really inconsistent. And for outside of a blip here or there, like Christian Kirk has been real good. Right. Yeah, that was a shame to see him go down in, in that game yeah. so early, too. Uh, so many people were probably counting on, on him for a bit of a Monday yeah. night miracle there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've I've always liked Christian Kirk. I was nice to see him get out of Arizona where they were just not using no. him and his skill set correctly. And uh yeah, Doug Peterson definitely is a is a nice coach to have to figure out players like that who who have been misused in the past. Um so yeah, let, let's hope uh I don't know how bad it was. I mean, the fact that he went down so early and didn't come back at all is probably not great um i didn't hear anything uh quite official but definitely rooting for him to be able to come back because a lot of people have christian kirk are probably playoff bound and would yeah. i love to have him uh hopefully lawrence uh is not lost either for for those managers but um yeah uh yeah we saw parker washington he's definitely a suitable replacement um i know a lot of people in the dynasty community loved him coming out i was kind of surprised that he mm -hmm. went so late in the draft i think a fifth rounder uh at a penn state there but i think he's certainly a a, a potential replacement there for kirk if he is going to miss time for sure okay. um can't really plug and play the same numbers i know he scored last night which is great so he's going to be an extremely hot waiver wire pickup. I would just sort of temper expectations there, but um, definitely a name there, uh, Parker Washington, to, to put on I your like uh, waiver list there. <laughs> At least to keep on. And it's so tough, too, because when you get an in-game quarterback replacement, you cannot carry that over for when a team has the time to prep for a receiver and especially a quarterback. So, mm -hmm. like you said, the temper the expectations there. Um, Steve, or any other waiver wire guys or guys you like going into this week or, or for the playoffs to keep an eye? I like the Parker Washington ad for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. That's I like one. your from your team, Cedric Tillman, right? 93% yeah. of snaps, depending on uh, yeah. how healthy Amari Cooper is or isn't um, heading into this one. We already know the quarterback matchup is fantasy friendly. So that could be a nice little um, sneaky, uh, not only ad, but potential start if you're if you're desperate enough, um, you know, for this week. So uh, yeah. definitely like Cedric Tillman there. Um, PPR the too, Steve. I think yeah. uh, maybe Elijah Moore. He had his best game as a yeah. Brown. And remember – they have some familiarity from their time with the Jets, him and Flacco. Right, right. So maybe yeah, very true. Oh, yeah, definitely Elijah Moore. It would be nice to see him string together <laughs> uh, more than one decent game in a row here, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm still hanging on in a few deeper <laughs> dynasty leagues, but I haven't been putting him in my starting no, lineup too often. But if, if yeah, if Cooper misses and this is as good of a week as any to, to to throw him in. And if he's available, which, yeah, he probably very well could be, especially in redraft leagues. People have probably been fed up uh, after all season of basically no production there. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, if, if it don't happen this week, um, if Cooper – I don't know. What are you hearing about Cooper? Is there been any – I don't even know what was the injury. Concussion. Oh, okay. So, probably a good chance he'll miss. Then. Yeah, if it's <sighs> – it's so tricky. Like if you usually, if you start the week or mid, like, so yeah, it, it's, yeah. I, I would say it's looking unlikely, but mm. the concussions are so weird. Guy can be cleared Friday. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm fine. It's like, Oh, 
All right. Right. Or guys out for a month and you don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, we saw with Traylon Burks here. Um he we, he was in concussion for like three weeks and he comes back and does nothing either. So yeah. It's kind of weird. It's, <laughs> it's it's bizarre, but no man, they, I, I like uh, Parker Washington. I'm gonna be uh I'm gonna yeah. jump on I'm gonna jump and on that. that the out. last ones would be um basically whoever's healthy on Green Bay. <laughs> so yeah. like you said, you got Jordan Love and he's he's hot right now. Um unfortunately Christian Watson went down, so I feel like he might miss time. Mm. So wh- whoever is going to take the field between Jaden Reed, Dontavian Wicks, um, Romeo Dobbs, um, yeah. even Malik Heath has caught some really long passes in some incredibly deep dynasty leagues. He might be a name to throw a Hail Mary at. But Reed and um, uh, Wicks, for sure, are I think are attractive options um, this week, without most likely without a Christian Watson, depending on the severity of that. Uh, I believe it was, it was a leg injury that that he suffered. So, and I'm looking at Jane Reed here. So, 57% rostered in Yahoo. I remember last two weeks he had the chest, so he overcame that to play. Right now, no injury designation. Good, good. So that's, <laughs> that's a good sign. <laughs> yeah. So if you got him benched or uh if you can pick him up, because really before then he was he was starting to pop. Yeah. Yeah. I like him a lot. Me too. Me too. He was getting <laughs> a lot of attention. Um, Steve, where can people find your work, find IDP guy, all that stuff? You've been awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. So our website is uh, www.idpguys.org. So we are .org. We're actually uh, very close uh, in the process to uh, brand transitioning to IDP+. Plus. Uh, so soon we will have our own .com address um, transitioning from IDP Guys to IDP+. Plus. But I am the content manager over there, so I get all of our awesome writers uh, in line. I contribute to writing myself, ranking. You'll see my ugly mug on our podcast <laughs> channel over there. Uh, so we do the YouTube. We've got the Spotify channel, all that good stuff. Um, so, yeah, uh, we focus on IDP content, but we, of course, have offense, too. That's kind of our slogan. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so just have a blast with those guys over there. Grant's a great dude. And Absolutely. uh yeah, yeah. So I'm on Twitter over at Dicey Santa. Love uh helping people just basically manage their teams. At this point in my career, I almost love talking through like um settings and scoring and all that kind of stuff than actually playing fancy football. So right. That's kind of my thing right now, is talking like the bigger picture stuff. <laughs> I love it, man. And, and the content, you guys do such a good job over at IDP, guys. Thanks. So, listen, Steve, let's do this again soon, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Appreciate right. the invite. Thanks. We'll see you later. There he goes, Steve Thomason on Twitter, X at Dynasty Santa at IDP, guys. Tremendous site, whether it's defense, offense, whatever the case might be. Now, before we go, I want to take a, a, a little look-see here for our DraftKings Sportsbook because um, what happens is, folks, is you just use the code six sports when you go to the DraftKings Sportsbook. Go to the app, download it. Six Sports is the code. Get $150 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any NFL bet. So there you go. It's an official sports betting partner of the NFL. So you know it's trust. You know the DraftKings name. So you get the app that's Six Sports. $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting 5 bucks on the NFL only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Six Sports. Crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now this Thursday night stinker. We have to do something to make this interesting. NFL, shame on you. Because even before the season, this was not a high-octane matchup. This was, people were not clamoring in a best-case scenario for Mac Jones versus Kenny Pickett, right? Like, th- this match stunk back in April when they announced it. It's even worse now. 
Pittsburgh, five-point favorites, uh, over-under set at 30 and a half. We have to smash DraftKings Sportsbook app. We, we have to smash the under, just all under. Other than that, is there anything interesting on it? Like Patriots, are they Steelers' defense? I really think kind of just like I, I don't even want to put an anytime touchdown on anybody because I don't know if there's going to be a touchdown. You know what? I'll say Mitch Trubisky anytime touch like like to run it in. You know, maybe a Jalen one, but that defense is real good. So maybe if I'm feeling real spicy, if I'm bored watching into in game bad or something, but that game sucks. And right now we have Browns early in the week. Three-point favorites hosting Jacksonville. And that over-under is at 30 and a half as well. You're telling me Vegas thinks the same amount of points for Patriots, Steelers, and Jags, Browns? Like, I know Trevor Lawrence probably isn't going to play, but really? Joe Flacco threw two touchdowns last week. Well, I'd go the, I'd go take the over on that. I'd take the over. Maybe a little uh, same-game parlay there. Do over on the points. 30 and a half and straight up Brown's money line. They have to get this right. They have to get this right. The defense has to get figured out. Hopefully Denzel Ward gets back, man. Oh, you got to do that. You got to keep rolling Flacco. Don't do anything stupid, Browns. Okay. The conglomeration, uh, the, the, the mind thinks of uh, uh, the collective effort of trying to make every decision. No DTR this week. This is Joe Flacco. He's our best hope right now to still make a run at the playoffs. Right now, the Browns are the sixth seed. And you got to fix the drop. Back real quick in the doghouse. I want to pull this up. In the doghouse is the receivers. Do you know the Browns? Guess what ranking the Browns are when it comes to drop passes in the NFL? Can I guess? Second. Second only to the Kansas City Chiefs. And they've had one quarterback all year. Browns 29. Leading the way, it's the Chiefs. We love the Chiefs. We love David Njoku but 10 drops on the year. Second on the team is Jerome Ford at seven. Cooper with four, Moore with three, Bryant two, Marquise Goodwin is still in concussion protocol, two, and David Bell with one. You got to clean that up. But, you know, if it's happening in Kansas City, I guess too, right? But if you can clean that up, get Ward back, you can beat this Jags team. They're not world beaters. We just saw Jake Browning light him up. Come on, let's do it. We can do this. Browns, right? All right. Thanks to Steve Thomason. Thanks to Sammy and the crew at Sick Podcast. We will be back live Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern for your fantasy football. Starts it playoff time in a lot of leagues. Get you ready. Starts its injury news and a full Browns-Jaguars preview. See if Cleveland can get back on track. Get that W. Keep marching towards the playoffs. I'm Andy McNamara, and you've been watching the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. Go Browns! And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.